Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Have you ever felt like you're doing everything right and you just can't seem to get the results you want? Today on the podcast, I have my lead trainer, Ashley, to help answer some of our most common issues that come up when we're training clients that are trying to lose weight and how we coach them through these obstacles. I can't wait for you to listen. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited because I have my head trainer, Ashley, on today with me. Welcome, Ashley. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. So if you guys don't know Ashley, we tag team the clients. Um, She's basically an extension of me. She has all my same certifications. She has been with me for almost five years now. And I just am so lucky to have her. She's so knowledgeable. Um, She's very personable and she's an amazing asset on our team. And I can't wait for you to learn from her as well. So are you ready, Ash? Let's do this. Okay. So first, um, what we thought would be a really fun topic is to talk about the top six reasons you are not seeing results. And I feel like the reason why this is beneficial is because usually it's the same thing. We hear the same thing over and over and over. And I'm like, we need to address this because I feel like everyone struggles with the same thing in some degree or another. So we're going to go through these top six reasons and walk through why they happen and then how we can coach you through. Okay. So the first one is your why is not strong enough. And I've actually recorded an entire podcast on this if you want to go listen. So we won't go too deep into it, but Ash, why do you think that people are not motivated by their why? Um, I think a lot of people, when they think of their why, they kind of think of like what they think they're supposed to, their why is supposed to be. So a lot of people are, I want to have more energy. I want to be able to play with my kids longer. I want to feel confident. And all of those reasons, those are perfect and great reasons. But you also need to envision what that looks like for you. You can't just say, I want to feel confident. Like, what do you envision you feeling confident looks like? Is that you wearing shorts to the park? Is that you wearing a bikini? Is that you looking in the mirror and feeling nothing but love for yourself? So you can't just say, I want to feel confident. You need to get deeper into that. You can't just say, I want to have more energy and play with my kids. What does that look like in your life? Is that you going on hikes? Is that you going swimming? Like, get deeper, get like, put yourself, make yourself that person that you are striving to be. I love it. And we actually always have our clients to envision their highest and best self. And what does she do? What does she look like? What are her certain habits? Like showing up as that person. And when you 
when you visualize yourself as that person, it's so much more powerful. So your why, you know, isn't just like, I want to have energy, but you have this vision of yourself and every day that you're working towards that why, you're slowly becoming that version of yourself. So it's there's not really this end goal where it's like, I'm happy when I have more energy, right? It's just the process of getting there, of becoming that person. Anything else you'd like to add, Ash? Um, and it is okay to have one of your whys be a physical thing. So Definitely. If one of your whys is, I want to lose fat or I want to have bigger muscles, that is great too. But just like how we said, you need to think about what that means. Like, is your if your why is I want a six pack? Well, what what is it about that six pack that you're wanting? Is it the person that you see on Instagram who has the six pack? Is it because you look at them and you think, oh, they look really strong? Is it some of the habits that they're doing that you want? Like, really think about what that physical aspect that you're chasing. What is it to you that draws you to wanting that? Mm-hmm. I love that. And while we're on that topic, it's a little bit of a side tangent, but um, some of the pitfalls or frustration if uh, a client isn't seeing the results fast enough that they want or the type of results is if they do set a goal, let's say they want a six pack, but their body type is where their stomach stores the most fat and it's the last place that they lose weight. So maybe they're getting, you know, really toned on their arms and their legs and they've lost like 6% body fat, but they still don't have their six pack. They'll feel frustrated. But if their body type is the one that loses last, you know, you have to know your body type and you have to work with that. And that's what we try to help clients see is like, okay, if your goal is a six pack, you might need to get down a 12% body fat before you see a six pack, you know? Yes. So setting those realistic expectations as well helps you to not be as frustrated. Exactly. Okay. Number two, not being consistent enough. This is a big one. And it's one that helps when we coach clients through certain situations, because sometimes you think that you're being consistent, but then on the weekends, it's a free for all. And so you never actually see the results because all the hard work that you did during the week is just, you're gaining all of it back over the weekend, but you're still technically in a diet mentality. So you feel like you're doing the hard work, but you're not seeing the results. And it's the worst place to be in. It feels like you're just a hamster on a wheel and it is the worst. Yes. It's exhausting. Yes. And, and what else have you heard about not being consistent, Ash? So actually just a while ago during our client check-ins, we switched some things up where now we have our clients list out their macro averages for the past four weeks. And this is always so eye-opening to our clients because just like you said, they'll say, I've been so consistent. I log everything. I know I'm hitting my numbers exactly on what is happening. But then when they go back and they actually look at seven days a week for the past four weeks they will see that, oh, actually, I'm only hitting my numbers maybe four or five days a week. And that one day I started logging and then I just stopped and I had a couple extra things. Or that one cheat meal kind of turned into a cheat day. And 
So yeah, you just really have to look back and think like, am I really hitting this at least six days a week? Or do I just tell myself I am when in reality I'm not? Right. And when you look at the averages, your average might not be in a deficit. And that's why you're not seeing results. So if you are binging on the weekends or eating way more on the weekends, your average is going to be higher. So that's where it can't, you have to be consistent. And if you're not in, which we'll get to this, but if you're not in the right mindset for this, it will be just an exhausting, frustrated process. Like you have to be committed. You have to be ready to do this or else it'll feel like you're just constantly dieting with no results and nobody wants to feel that way. So that's why we're here to hold your hand and keep you accountable and be like, okay, no, you weren't actually consistent. Let's get back on track. Here's how we can see the results. You know, you don't feel like you're alone. And then that's where people turn to keto or all these crazy extreme diets because they're like, I've tried everything and nothing works, but have you really, and have you really given it the consistent effort? Yes. And on the consistent part too, this is where I feel like setting your end date is like so important. Yes. Because if you sit go into this saying like, I'm going to be consistent until I hit my goal, that could be years until you hit your goal. Mm-hmm. And that there's no way you can c- continue doing this for that long. So that's why having that end goal is just so important. Because if you say, okay, for four weeks, I'm going to say no to all the ice cream. I'm going to say no to all those extra little bites. And I'm going to do this. Y- you can do it because you right. have that end goal in mind. You're going to mm-hmm. get there and then you can let your body rest for a little bit. Let your mental side rest for a little bit before you dive deeper again. Right. Definitely. I love that. Okay. Number three, not logging and weighing food. So this can be a little triggering for some people. Some people hate logging and weighing and that's fine. And I preach, you do not have to do this forever. It's just to train yourself to see portion sizes, to help you see what you're eating. And when you do have a goal and you are trying to lean out or you are trying to hit some physical goal, then macro counting is the fastest, best way to do it. Like if you're doing any other diet out there, paleo, keto, whatever, you have no idea if you're even in a deficit. You don't even know if you're getting the right macro ratios for your goal or your specific body. So I am a firm believer that macros are the best, fastest, most sustainable way to hit your goal. But if you're not logging in weighing your food and you're trying to be in a deficit, It's like saying you want to save $1,000, but you never put yourself on a budget. You're just like, I'll just see what happens at the end of the month, and maybe I'll have $1,000. That's what it's like. And that's why it's so important to log and track your food when you do have a goal that you're trying to hit. Exactly. Um, A little secret for everyone. The only way you can lose body fat is to be putting in or giving out more energy than you are putting in. Mm-hmm. So if you are overeating under any type of diet, you will not lose fat. Yeah. So just Whether if you're saving paleo, you know, keto, yes, peanut butter, flax seeds, exactly. doesn't matter how healthy it is. And you will be surprised at those little handfuls, how quickly that adds up. And so when you're not logging what you're seeing, like what you're eating, 
it's so quick to get back into that surplus of calories and then you're not losing the weight. And just like Bree said, we don't want you to be doing this forever. That's not something that's sustainable or enjoyable. And if you don't enjoy the life you're living, I mean, what's the point? So this logging and weighing is just long enough until you can feel confident that you know your portion sizes and the like arrangement of foods that you need to hit your goals. And then like if your um, goal is something that's going to mean that you have to be really aggressive, then that means you're going to be needing to log and weigh a little bit more stricter. Whereas if you're just someone that's like a new mom and you're just trying to kind of get back into the game, then maybe that means you're only logging for a couple of weeks until you've gotten that confidence around your food. So it kind of comes down to, again, like how much are you willing to put in to all of this? Right. And make it work for your lifestyle and your personality. Like I'm a very go with the flow type of person. I'm not a type A. I don't hit numbers perfectly and that works for me, you know? So personality type, we could go on and on about forever, but we also coach to your personality type. So if we're looking at you and you're struggling and you're a one, we would coach you very differently than if you were a seven. Sevens might need a little more tough love and be like, okay, reel it in. You're not seeing results. And ones, we might need to be like, it's okay. You don't have to hit every gram and feel guilty if you don't. So we coach very differently according to your specific personality types. Yes, I am a one. And so when I'm logging, it is to the gram. I weigh every little thing. And that almost brings me comfort because then to my personality, I like to know that I'm doing things perfectly on. So that suits me. But for Brie, it's a completely different story. So yeah. Right. Exactly. And sometimes people can look at that and be like, oh, they're so obsessive. But no, they're not obsessive. It's just their personality and they enjoy that. They find comfort in that. Just like what you said. I love that. So we're all, you know, we're all on different levels. You can't compare yourself. Okay. Number four. They go all in all at one time. So this is what we call the all or nothing mentality. And I actually have a whole podcast on the all or nothing mentality as well. So feeling like you have to go all in at the very beginning is just setting yourself up for failure because no one can change everything at one time. Yeah, no. (laughs) Right? So I think, and again, this goes back to your personality type, like type ones, threes, eights, they want to be the best. They want to do it, you know, perfect. They want to be really good at it. And so they're going to try to go all in. And so when you mess up is when you feel, oh shoot, I messed up. Okay. Well, I'm just going to start over the next day. And then they binge the rest of the night, you know? So It's just that's the biggest downfall, the people who, or for example, Adam, where he's either eating literally an entire box of cereal with a hamburger and ice cream, and he's like on that end of the spectrum, or he's like, I can't put mayo on my sandwich. I'm like, Adam, pick a middle ground. You don't have to like be so extreme. Like, The balance in the middle is the best way to live. And so if you can find that happy balance, you'll be way less likely to fall off, you know, fall off the wagon as many times as you do. And you'll be able to get right back on because you can give yourself grace. Yes. And also kind of building on the all at once aspect of this. 
So a lot of people, when they're starting this program or any changes, this is kind of like behavioral change 101, is don't try to change too many things within your normal habits at once. So let's say you are someone who has never counted macros. You are someone who doesn't work out at all. You can't go and expect yourself to all of a sudden start counting your macros and weighing all your foods seven days a week and hitting five workout, one hour workouts at the gym. That is way too much all at once. Pick something small and build on it. In our program, we talk about floor goals. And that's where you set like your lowest goal for yourself to be able to feel successful. So when you're starting out on something new, maybe your floor goals is going to be something along the lines of 10 minutes of like intentional activity a day and having four proteins within the day. Mm -hmm. I talk to my husband about this a lot because he's kind of in that mode where like he wants to change some things, but it kind of feels overwhelming because there's just still so much he wants to change. I have to keep reminding him that a 10 minute walk outside is better than just saying, well, I don't have the time to do it all. I don't have the strength to do it all right now. Exactly. Start small. Start with where you're at. Yes. And then be have it become a habit where you move your body once a day. And then when it's a habit, you can add on top of that. So we exactly. also talk about habit layering and how important it is to establish a habit that you can be consistent with before you add another one in. Exactly. Because once you feel confident with yourself and you've built that trust with yourself about, okay, 10 minutes every day, I can do this. Then you can turn that 10 minutes to 20 minutes. This is kind of the same thing. A lot of times our clients are trying to work out early in the morning and it's really hard to go from sleeping in every day to waking up at 6 a.m. So mm-hmm. instead of saying, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. and start working out, set your alarm clock for just 10 minutes earlier. And then yes. once that feels easier, do 20 minutes earlier. Slowly we, like get yourself into it. And then once you've gotten to that like point where it feels like your new normal, then you can start doing like going hard at the gym for that hour because you've built that up to yourself. Yes, exactly. Doesn't she sound just like me, you guys? I'm telling you, we're just an extension of each other. (laughs) I love it. When you're talking, I'm like, I feel like I literally could have said all of that. So (laughs) touche. Good job, Ash. Okay. um, Let's see. Number five is letting – this kind of goes along with the all or nothing, but it's letting one bad day ruin your week. Or one meal, bad meal, ruin your day. So they just kind of throw the towel in if they're not perfect, which kind of goes with the all or nothing mentality. Yes. Um, You did an amazing podcast called Honor the Struggle. Oh, yeah. I love that one. This is what I send to our clients all the time when I hear this. Because we'll have a client who will get sick and they'll be like, oh no, I need to pause my program. I need to restart because I just lost a week. Did you really lose a week or were you just living life? Life's going to happen. And where this is meant to be a lifestyle, there's going to be a lot of weeks that come up when your schedule does not go exactly like you planned. And what's going to set you apart from reaching your goals or not is how you handle these roadblocks. So when you get sick, yes, we want you to rest. If you don't rest, you're just going to end up being sick longer. But instead of going to the gym and using all that energy your body needs to heal, instead of that hour that you would have gone, spend that time doing extra meditations 
or spend that time you would have been working out finding new recipes you would have joined, like enjoyed. So just because you're not hitting the gym or just because you're not hitting your macros while you're sick or on vacation or something comes up, that doesn't mean you're not making progress. You yes. just need to change your, like, your idea of what progress is to you in yes. that time. Just like staying in that healthy mindset, you know, exactly. staying in those habits. I love that. Exactly. Okay. Number six, looking for instant results. This is a really big one. We'll have mm-hmm. clients bless their hearts. They're so sweet, but they'll email in like after one week and they're like, I have not lost any weight. <laughs> and we're like, okay, Linda, let's give it <laughs> some time, you know? And it's just because like they're really excited and you can't blame them. They're so excited and this is all new and they did everything right the first week. But the reality is your body isn't a machine. Like there are so many things going on. And we talk about this um, a lot with our clients. Like when you start a lifting program, you could actually gain a couple pounds of water because your body is trying to recruit extra water to repair those muscles and it's not used to it. So like if you start lifting heavier than you're used to, that's going to happen and it freaks people out. And we're like, listen, you cannot put so much merit on the scale and instant results. This is a journey. You are changing habits. You are, you know, you're going to see the results. They will come with time. But if you're focusing on your daily mental wins, focusing on your input versus your output, focusing on this, the process instead of just the results. You are going to be so much better off. You're going to be so much happier. And in the long run, you're not going to quit premature because you're dedicated and invested in the process. Exactly. It's about the journey, not just the results for sure. Yeah. So as much as you want those results, they will come but you'll give up way quicker if that's all you're looking at. And that's why we help clients see when we do our check-ins, we do biofeedback check-ins. So we're like, okay, how are your energy levels? How are your measurements? How are you fitting in your clothes? Are you sleeping better? Do you have a better relationship with food? We are literally asking like 20 questions so that you can see how your entire life is shifting and changing and evolving, not just how you look. Exactly. And um, your mind and your body, the number one goal for survival is to feel safe. So when your body is used to being at a certain way or doing certain habits, that's what feels safe to your body. So when you start looking for it to change, it's going to take time because your body needs to learn that like with all this exercise and changing your habits and all of that, that your new normal is safe for it as well. So that's why you can't just like lose 10 pounds in two days because it's going to take your body time to like start, get the momentum going to learn all these new things that you're trying to get it to do. Exactly. And the people who do lose their weight really quickly and they're losing like three pounds or four pounds in the first week, it was probably a drastic change for them. Like they probably weren't working out before. They probably weren't eating super healthy. So their body's like, whoa, and it drops a ton of water. So it's not Yeah, it's not necessarily like bad or good. It's just how their body's reacting to their new normal. So you just really can't compare yourself. You can't look for the instant results. There's a lot going on with your body and you have to give yourself grace. Yes. And on the flip side of this too, I have so many times where someone will have a cheat meal or they'll go on vacation and they come back and they're like, I gained five pounds in three days. Mm -hmm. No, you didn't. 
You don't no. understand how many calories you would have to overeat on your maintenance to actually gain five pounds of fat. That's like, you can't do it. You can't do it. Right. That's you not going to happen. It would have to be 3,500 calories per pound. So yes. times that by five, that's a lot. <laughs> and that's over maintenance. So, I mean, if your maintenance right. is 2,500 calories, it's 30, it's the 3,000 over that. So, I mean, right. no, it's not fat. So I think even just keeping yourself educated so that when you are looking mm-hmm. for those instant results or you feel like your progress is going backwards to kind of like stop for a second and like ground yourself and be like, okay, let's look at the facts here and really analyze to see like, is what I'm feeling accurate or am I, am I just acting out of emotions? Yes. I love that. Okay. Our last one is starting before they are ready. So like I said before, this is a journey and it does take commitment and you do have to be invested. And if you're, you know, going on all these vacations or your head's just not in it, it is a, it is a mental game for sure. And you do have to be ready for it. Exactly. So I'm recently postpartum. I'm like 10 weeks postpartum right now. And at six weeks, when you go visit your doctor and you're cleared, for some reason, I feel like society has put this pressure that on six weeks, you should be back at the gym. You should have all your old habits back and you better be fitting in those like those jeans that were pre-pregnancy. And at six weeks, my my baby was born in February. And so we had been sick quite a bit, like just colds and stomach flu. So by six weeks, my baby was not sleeping through the night. So it was unrealistic at six weeks for me to expect myself to all of a sudden be able to commit all this time to working out and weighing all my food and pre-planning everything. And so like, you need to look at your life and really think like, can I take on all of this to get to where I want to be and feel successful. So this kind of goes back to the making little changes that will then ultimately add up to a big change. So just like really looking at your life, if you're in a master's program or your spouse is deployed or something like that, like just making sure that when you're actually ready to commit to making these changes, that you can do it in a way that's going to honor your lifestyle and make you feel successful. Yes. I love that so much. That's so great. So those are your top six that we have for you. I hope that it was helpful that you learned something that we were able to add value to your life. Um, To recap, we have your why is not strong enough. You're not being consistent. You're not actually logging and weighing your food. You go all in at one time and have the all or nothing mentality. Uh, Maybe you're letting one bad day or week ruin everything. Uh, You are looking for instant results or starting before you are ready. So those are some things that you can just look in and evaluate for yourself and see if maybe you're doing one or two of these things and you can just reevaluate and no judgment for yourself. Just say, oh, okay, I can work on that. Or that's something that, you know, I can do a little bit better. So Yeah, I am so grateful. Thank you so much for coming on, Ash. Um, Yeah, I told you, she's just like me. She's literally my extension. So it's really fun when we um, train clients together uh, because we have the same exact philosophy, same training styles, all of that. And uh, our next couple podcasts that we're going to do together are going to be Q&As. We're going to do a nutrition Q&A. 
a fitness Q&A, and a mindfulness Q&A. So we have all these questions that were always asked around those topics, and we thought that we'd answer them for you. So we will see you back here next time. Thank you for coming on, Ash. Of course. Happy to be here. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining us in today's episode. If you liked the content and want to hear more, remember to hit that subscribe button and write a review. As a small business owner, I appreciate it more than you know. If you are looking for a program to help with self-confidence, to lose weight, get in shape, and work on your mental, physical, and emotional health, check out my training programs on www.bodybybree.com. My team and I help to hold you accountable through the Body by Brie app, where you log in to see all your workouts, custom meal plan made specifically for you and your needs, and communication through the messenger. You are never alone when you're on the Body by Brie training program. Click the link in the show notes to get more information on how to transform your life from the inside out.